Blog Talk Radio. For the Bobby Eaton Show, giving yeah. you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello, world. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or wherever you're at on the globe. Hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way. That's the only way we know how to do it, right? That's the only way. Hey, the lovely Sansa Ray is in the building. How are we doing there, ma'am? Oh, my goodness. Are you not enjoying this weather? Oh, it's so nice outside. Oh, my goodness. Yesterday was Popping. nice. I was sitting up under the tree when you, when you drove right. up. That's right. That's right. When I drove Yeah, we sure were sitting up under there just and having so a good nice. time. Nice. Lucky was chilling out. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky yeah. the dog. I hope it stays like that for a minute. Or what we got going on, Sansa Well, Ray? well, well. Right now, we're steadfast at 86 degrees. Now, tomorrow morning on Thursday... We'll wake up to 67, which is very, very nice. You'll still be able to sit out I on the porch. I can drink a cup of coffee yes, in the morning. You can. Oh, okay. And we'll get to a high of 89 under partly cloudy sky. So it's going to be another beautiful, beautiful that's day. That's not too bad right there. Not too bad. It's mm-hmm. going to change a little bit on a Friday. Friday, we'll wake up again at 67 degrees. But guess what? what? We're going to creep up to 90 degrees on a Friday under partly cloudy sky. I might be able to deal with that a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Even Saturday morning, you'll be able to deal with 72 degrees when you wake up, right? Okay. That's cool. That's still cool. Yeah. We're going to get too high under sunshiny skies of 93 degrees. Mm. So it's creeping up steadily, steadily, steadily. On a Sunday, 74 degrees will be what it feels like when you wake up. We'll get to a high of 94 under partly cloudy skies. Now that's on a Sunday. Monday, you know, I always tell people, don't be putting those umbrellas and rain put them away. And rain. Don't put them away. Don't what's what's going on Monday? There's a great possibility on Monday morning when you wake up at 72 degrees, although we will be getting to a high of 90 degrees, it might be raining on your head. Oh, come Monday. And come Monday. Hmm. That's going to clear all up on the Tuesday. 71 is what you're going to wake up to and 93 degrees. We, As you can see, we're getting higher and higher. Now, I don't really see in any um, heat indexes that are going to go over that. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad of that. Yeah, it's still going to be pretty nice and pleasant. Heat. Mm-hmm. This Oklahoma weather is funny, isn't Oklahoma it? Oklahoma weather, just stick around just for 15 so minutes and you'll funny. get what you want. Mm-hmm. It's funny, funny, Because I tell you, uh, yesterday and this morning, I almost felt like I was back home in Dago because I woke up. It was nice. I walked Nino around. He was loving it. Hello, man, Nino. Yeah, little Nino. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then the same uh-huh. thing this morning. It was very nice. You know, I walk back and forth to work, although it's not that far. I have to walk. Right, you just still, walk across the street. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh-huh. And, but it still was very, very nice. So I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. We're going to have a nice, That's nice good. week. That's good. Mm-hmm. How are the family doing? Family's doing great. You know, I was down in Dallas. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, Raven, she's doing fine. You took the dog back? Yes, I took Maya back with her little hard head. She is one of those multicolored, she's brown with all these little white multicolored things, copper spaniel, beautiful Mm -hmm. golden eyes. She's nine months old, and I brought her home with me for three weeks so I could train her. Mm-hmm. So you could train her. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Did you train her. You yeah, get some yeah, something yeah, done. Yep, yep, yep. It took a minute because Raven. You know how most um, people have buy those little um, potty pads yeah. for their dogs. Okay. That was her first mistake. 
You can't do that because I They'll use that's it. what I have to break her because she was used to using the bathroom on a flat, hard surface instead of the grass. To, so, she wouldn't take her out to use the restroom. She would, but she's already did it in the house, so mm-hmm. that was just a walk. Mm-hmm. So I put her on a schedule three times, four times a day. And with Nino going out with her, she kind of got the grass. So, oh, I'm supposed to do this on the grass. Mm-hmm. So about a week before I took her back, she was nonstop doing it on the grass. and just Speaking of doing was, it on the grass, I woke up <laughs> and it was two big old clumps of that stuff on my lawn. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm like, man, what is some stray dogs you that came what? and did a squat? Oh, okay. Because I was getting ready to say that, that is one thing did. that irritates me when terrible. dog owners, I keep uh, doggy bags for their right, poop for their in poop. my purse, in well, my car, these everywhere. Were some, these were some big saddles, big sand paddles <laughs> or something. I say, man, what them came over here? <laughs> and I'm looking on my I line. Said, Ooh, this grass looks nice yeah, and good. And flies and stuff. Like, nasty. I'm like, hey, go ahead. I know, I go know. Ahead. But I love animals, though. Yes, I love dogs I and too. stuff like that. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, my sister's dog is out there now. Mm-hmm. Lucky. Yeah. yeah, lucky. Yeah. Lucky, lucky, so lucky. Sweet. She's yeah, a sweet baby. Uh, lucky. I just rough house with Lucky all the time. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's okay. Is it a girl or a boy? It's, it's a girl. girl. It's a girl. Mm, I keep lucky. saying boy. It's a girl. Yeah. Okay. You know, my sister found that dog um, by a bus. Really? And the, its neck was cut <gasps> open, and there was a puppy. Oh. A very little puppy, and her and her girlfriend were riding down the street, and they saw a little dog kind of limping yeah. by a bus. Oh. And they went and got the got it and nurtured it back and wow. look how thick what that dog is oh. right now. She is gorgeous right she, now. You know, she big old she'll knock you down. Mm-hmm. You With know, a little so fat self. Little fat stuff Nino like too, that. little fat. Everybody saying, Oh, he's so cute, he's so fat. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, baby. We got a lot of stuff going on around here. Man, and they just, oh man, they, they oh man. wearing me out. Ooh. To our listeners who are listening via internet, we are going FM radio mm-hmm. here in Tulsa, Oklahoma pretty soon. Hey now. Been doing some hey test now. marketing and some mm-hmm. what they call range tests to mm-hmm. see how far we're transmitting around. Mm-hmm. And we've been getting around. And so we're going to implement that into our radio broadcast. Yes, we are. Internet listeners not going anywhere. That's right. So we're going to be still right here. Mm-hmm. But for Tulsa listeners, we'll be in the Tulsa uh, FM area. Mm-hmm. Are you not giving out the? No, not right yet? now. Not right now. We're doing mm-hmm. test market now, yeah. so you. Know. Well, you know, some people already know. It yeah, we're Tulsa small, so yeah. people find that real yeah. easy. So it's like and Max it, Wings. When yeah. you gonna open up, dude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Max, speaking yeah. of Max Wings, right <laughs> on Peoria, That's where right. the old Rebadales used to be. That's right. Wings, wing shop. Yeah. So that'll be Max interesting. Wings. Yeah, it'll be. I, I, mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be a wing shop. Yeah, though, that's, that's right. That's right. It's called Max Wings, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. What kind of flavors? He's got five different flavors. Five flavors. The Cajun, the barbecue, uh, lemon pepper. Um, that had a lemon pepper. Yeah, okay. and I, uh, the other two evade me, but he's just starting out with mm-hmm. the five flavors. So do you know when he's gonna open up? I really anticipate. I have to Here we go tell you again. off the air the the, yeah. the thing that's stopping it now because we're ready to go. You ready to go? But there is a a some uh, technical stuff going on. Well, or? not really technical, but there's some financial things from the person who was in there before that didn't do what they were supposed to do, and it's okay. stopping us from getting the um. Well, some we need the tax some sales some tax some, some business exactly just exactly. some business. We're gonna so go as soon there. as that's cleared up, which should be very soon, mm-hmm. I anticipate maybe the first 
first of, well, uh, of August, around that. First of June, first of yeah. August, first well, of you July. Know what? I, first think he, <laughs> I think he over, over, right. over thought what? of what the, pro- what the process was. Yes, because he, thought he, he just renovated be a- the whole thing. And I think he was thinking that he was just going to get in there and just redo. He's replaced the ceiling, the flooring, the walls, the everything. Is oh, he reconstructed the whole he place. Reconstru- huh? It looks like a whole different place. Wait till you well, see he it. better sell some wings. Yeah, yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> you know, better sell I'm gonna be some. out there with the sign. Come on, come, come on, on, wing, come wing, on. wing. That's right. Hey, little chicken head on yeah, your head. Like that. <laughs> That'd be funny. Tom's wearing a little chicken. Yeah, be out there doing the well yeah. for me the cabbage. Yeah. Patch. You, you okay, gonna right. do it after after work? You gonna do after work? You gonna go down there and work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Okay, so you are gonna we be got, working two jobs, huh? Yeah, most definitely. You know, hey. Whatever I can. Right. And I just auditioned for another part in a play, so. Uh-oh. That, yeah, so. What, what, which, which play is this? This is a play that uh, is through World Theater. It is called uh, Girl Girls Like Girl or something like that. Girls Like Girls? Yeah. What you mean? It is a story about a young woman. Who likes another young woman? in high school. Yeah, it, it's sort of on the LGBT type okay. thing. And what part you audition for? Uh, the mother and oh, the okay. teacher. Right. Yeah, mother and the teacher. Okay. Yeah. It's okay, though. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, knock, but it's very, know. very interesting. They decided this season that they were just doing plays based on women mostly and going through the women's rights. They got a play coming up, The Revolutionist, and a couple of other ones. But this one centers around uh, two young women that happen to be in a relationship and they can't tell their parents. One of the parents finds out, throws her out, and it just goes through what they go through. Mm. To, um, okay. You know, during that, because the I, the parent that threw the, the daughter out went to the other daughter's house and the mother, which um, I probably will be playing, the mother is, doesn't know that her own daughter is, is that way is, too? Yeah, is that way too? So they hiding secrets from exactly. Mm-hmm. So I haven't read the whole play, but secrets, just so. from the the mm. parts that I read, audition okay. for I could tell. But it's very interesting, very very interesting, mm. very interesting, and it is loaded. It is it is not a play you can bring children to? Oh, it's not. No, it's rated rated R. Yes, okay, very much so. You should be eighteen or over to eighteen um, or older to come and see this play. I see, mm-hmm. but you know. But anyway, good. I'm, good. I'm happy for you. You yeah. know, you've been yeah. acting and been in a several plays yeah. and you know done some yeah. good jobs. The last one I saw you in was the Griffins. The I Griffins, believe. yeah, yeah, and um, which I really thought should have extended. They should have extended that. They really year. should. It but was a great play. People still ask me, what are you guys going to do the play or blah blah blah? But you know, Doctor Clark is. You know, it's up to them and yeah, to make those Bell. decisions. Right, yeah. right. So, and we we great, haven't had a cast play. party yet, so we'll find mm-hmm. out more with the cast party. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll put me up for another Tate Award. Yeah, you yeah. got that Tate Award. I was yeah. so proud. Thank you. I said, I my girl, ain't acting. I was so surprised. My buddy, my buddy acting. <laughs> so you know, that's all good. I was really surprised. Yeah, too, you, too, you didn't even know that. it, did you? I sure didn't. Micah, my boss, called me because his wife and also my uh, uh, best friend of us both, Pamela English, all three of us won Got the Tate Awards right. mm-hmm, that night. And oh. I didn't even go. Oh. Mike called He said, girl, how come you're not here? Because you just won a Tate Award. I said, what? <laughs> he you called you and told you. Yeah, you I, didn't even even know, I didn't know I was even nominated. Uh-huh. So, no one you told know. you, huh? Mm-mm, why you tell me? Oh, wow. I just, I just, well, that's yeah. good. So it was a blessing. It, this has been a very good outlet. Out. Um, something that I can, you know, 
really enjoy as a hobby. Because, you know, I just kind of got involved in this acting thing about mm-hmm. three or four years ago. And mm-hmm. the very first play that I auditioned for, I got the yeah, so it's just been a whirlwind, and I'm just you're really doing good. You do it well. Yeah, thank you. I'm always yeah. supporting my sister. Now, I know you, know. you always do, big bro. Um, yeah, we gonna support each other. <laughs> that's right. So, what we do, exactly. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on around town? Anything going on around? Um, let's it's see. It's a fish fry yeah. happening, right, or something Man, like that. Let me tell you about something. This fish fry. Well, okay. actually, it's a fish fry fundraiser. Okay. And it's hosted by our own wonderful, beautiful youth, the Juice Radio Show. Juice, now, juice, juice, trying juice. To, yes. Now, Bobby, you have done so many wonderful things with these young people. This is a fish fry fundraiser for the trip that Bobby is taking these young people along with Ramal to Atlanta. They're going to go to Atlanta, CNN, Hot 107.9, Tyler Perry Studios, the MLK Center. So this is something that is going to be an experience for these young people that they will hold dear for the rest of their lives. It's happening July the 27th. Mark it down. Put it in your phones. From 1230 to 430, you can get yourself a hot plate. That's right. Mm -hmm. Kids' plates are only $5. They get one fish filet and one side of choice. And only $10 for fish and two sides. Now, the sides are fries, green beans, coleslaw, you get bread. It's happening at the Church of Restoration. Now, that's located at 1314 North Greenwood Avenue. Once again, put that down also, Church of Restoration at 1314 North Greenwood Avenue. Put it on your phone, spread the word, email, Instagram, whatever y'all do, text. July 27th from 1230 to 430. You'll be hearing a lot about it on the Bobby Eaton Show and across the radio waves. Mm -hmm. The Fish Fry, it's a fundraiser hosted by the Juice, Juice, Juice Radio Show. Or that trip to Atlanta. Yeah. I wish I could go. It's going to be nice. I wish you could go, too. I know. And speaking of Atlanta, uh, CNN uh, correspondent Sarah Sidner is coming in town today. Wonderful. She called me uh, yesterday, and she said, Bobby, I'm going to be in town. I'm coming in at 8 o'clock today. I got to leave out at 530 tomorrow. She's covering something with policing or something there. You know, she's a correspondent CNN anchor lady. Right. And uh, she says, I got to see you because I got to hug that neck. <laughs> she told me that. And I like laugh. I said, girl, you crazy. She's so uh, hug that neck and put her in the production room. And let yeah. her do a little something. I'm going to see what happens. There. She gets in tonight at eight and she's up to it. Yeah. Just, she's been in here before, once before. Yes. During the uh, Terrence Crutcher, I remember that. I remember that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, she's awesome. She is awesome. She's an intelligent mm-hmm. uh, lady, and she's on top of it. Yes, she you is. Know, so yes, she's she gonna is. come in, and I'm gonna see, you know, what, what, where she stands if she's not too tired or something yeah. like that. But Let's I, do a little sting for us. Yeah, do a little sting. Yeah. CNN, that'd be good. That'd be real good. Yeah, play that. Talking about CNN. Oh my goodness gracious! Okay. Oh me! Oh me! Oh me! Oh Here my. we go! Here we go! Here we go! The Mueller. Congress mm. uh, hearing well, today. That's been Did on you that. listen to it? I listened all? to some of it right there today, and that's been the hot topic of the day. Uh, I guess they just ramrodding him and trying to get whatever information they can get from him. Well, you know, it's like he said, this it's not a witch hunt. And uh, he said that after the Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff, uh, the Democrat out of California, noted that the president, he had often condemned the probe as just that, you know that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, 
they were offering just a little tiny bit of new information because uh, Mueller, he decided to answer questions at least not to answer questions at least 200 times. Now, that's according to a NBC News tally, and he would not read out loud from his report as the lawmakers kind of wanted him to. And instead, he kept urging them to do it themselves. <laughs> to do it themselves. Yeah, he often – and the questions that were asked, he often said uh, it was beyond the uh, purview of his probe, and he was wary of saying much that could be construed as mm. an opinion. Mm. So, yep, 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 yep. yep Crazy yep. like that, huh? Well, and it, 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 well, Nadler, Nadler is – am I saying that right? You know, Jerry Nadler? The Democrat out of, yes. out, of, out of New York, he did ask uh, ask Mueller if his investigation had indeed cleared Trump, as the president, of course, has right, claimed. exactly. Flatly, Mueller said no. Nope, 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 nope. And he also detailed why his team didn't decide one way or another whether Trump could be criminally charged, despite that some of the evidence that the White House might have attempted was considered obstruction of the investigation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, we know how this thing goes. If that had been Obama and he was going through this, Boy, they would have rolled him. It would. He'd been gone a long time That's ago. The way it goes. White folks, they be looking out for their own. They gonna do it. They be looking out for their own, and it's such a confusing thing. And I, you know what, Bobby? My only concern is because I have my few favorites of the uh, on the Democratic side, those who are running. But I'm still thinking, although I'm really liking the platform that. Um, Oh, girl, not Kamala Harris. Um, Elizabeth Warren? Elizabeth Warren. I know that's who you were talking about. She got about. a plan. She, she got, got a platform. Elizabeth's got a plan. She got ass, she has see, what I like about Elizabeth, she like he got those answers. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. got a plan. You can see mm -hmm. and hear yes. her plan. Yes. yes. You know, yes. more yes. so than just talk. Yes. She's, she you would can make see an it. excellent president, mm -hmm. but, yeah. uh, and even though we probably mm -hmm. need that, it, I don't think it's going to happen, but no. wouldn't Biden and, and uh, Elizabeth Warren make a good team together? That'd be good. Good team. Or Kamala mm -hmm. too, or either yeah, one. Or I don't Kamala. know. Yeah. One of the two. Or I don't know. Yeah. I may it's think it now. I'm just gonna be like this. I may think it's time for a change. So, when so you from say, when I say change, mm -hmm. I think we may need a, a female president Some for a change mm -hmm. because as much as we've been through here lately. You know, a change would do us some good, especially a strong female, mm -hmm. a very strong. Because, I mean, let's, let's admit it, y'all. Women are more organized than men. You guys got more organizational skills, well, what, and you multitask better than we do. Well, but what about that old saying, behind every strong man is a very strong woman? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe so that, that, too. So I'm, I, I'm I, believe, I, I believe it, too. Now, Biden it was up under Obama and yeah. I understand, but then I think age plays a mm -hmm, part in it too. Mm -hmm, it too. Mm -hmm. When you talk about Biden and uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. still a gray haired white man. Yeah. Still in the but system. Bernie's my boy too. Now. I like Bernie too. I, I mean, like I like him too, but I think change is needed. Some young, you need, young blood. you need some young blood. And How some, do you feel like Buttigieg? He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. But I'm still down with the, the women, the women, mm -hmm. the you know Miss Harris and uh, yeah. Miss Warren, yeah. you know and those right there, and you know, and I can deal with the Bernie. The only thing that is hurting Kamala is the things that she did in, in the past, and when she was prosecuted. Um, yeah, right. As far as uh, that's a bad thing right there. Yeah, so, when you, you know, she got some yeah. issues, 
She got a few, know, she got a few issues. And what oh, about but, the what about the, the 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 squad? Is that what they call it? The four? Oh, yeah, the squad. Mm. Oh my goodness! When uh, he came out with that, if you don't like it here, they need to go back to their own country or something. Do you see those how four they, ladies? Yeah. Do you yeah. see how they watered it down? A they lot of Republicans didn't say anything, and those that mm. did went around the way saying, "Oh well, this just president, a good thing. this president is." Awesome. I mean, it's not awesome, but terrible. Terribly awesome. He's a he's I mean, terribly awesome. I mean, awesomely terrible. Uh, you're right. <laughs> awesomely Correct terrible. Me, get me right on that. He is terrible. Yes, he is. Yes, he's, he is. I haven't seen anybody in legislative positions as terrible as him. Oh my On goodness. any level. On any level. As terrible as him. He, he worse than David Duke. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's KKK true. back in the day. You know what I mean? Maybe. You know, I don't know. He's just terrible. He's terrible. Guess who was spotted in who? the coffee shop? Kicked back. Who? With a cup of coffee, looking at the the uh, the hearings. Who? President Barack Obama. I believe it. He was spotted, had his little coffee with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of staying away from that. Now I'm like, hey, do your mm-hmm. thing, brother. You know what? Here's what I got to say about hey, Barack. Wait a minute. What? They even said that his hair was turning black. Back black, black again. They don't know if it's really if he's doing That's just for men, <laughs> just for <laughs> men, <laughs> or if yeah, you know, just well. the calmness of it all. Is- you know, you know. Here's what here's <laughs> about Obama for me. <clears throat> it's just personal, you listeners. Don't take it all out of context. Okay. Bobby even said this. I love Barack Obama and Michelle. Mm, mm, I love them. They had yes. swag. They mm-hmm. had style. They had a lot of stuff. No scandals. <clears throat> no scandals. But his hands were tied mm-hmm. to where he could only do certain things that they would allow him to do. You are so right, Bobby. And, and that's, that's what confuses that's, me because they're like they're like uh, uh, condemning the Democrats. Well, they just don't want Trump to do anything. Well, the Republicans straight out said no matter what Obama yeah, did, well, they were going to well, cut it during, down. During his tenure as uh, the president of the United States, he didn't have Congress. Right. He he didn't have Congress and the Senate. That's right. You know That's now right. now this fool right here he's got the Senate. He don't have Congress. But he did when he first started. But he did out. when he first and started still off. Didn't get things and done see, that he promised. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So he's just acting a damn fool. Yeah, yeah. You know, saying what he want to say. He mm-hmm. demeans women. Women. He incarcerates children. He does all kinds of things he in the system. Upholds sinister. Yeah. Right. Uh, 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 presidents and like. Kim Jong Un and, and, and all Putin the, and all exactly. that. He puts them up on a uh, pedestal. On a pe- he loves them. He loves them. Yeah, doesn't he? right. He loves them. So well, anyway, anyway who we that? we can get who into that, that all day long. We got a great show today. Yes, we do. Legacy Charter School with Kiana Smith yes. is in the house, and we're gonna bring her up on the board. That's right. We're gonna be talking about some education That's and right. some schools, and, and she's Kiddos. a sharp lady, you yes, know. She and she's Very in the studio, yeah. Inside and all out. of that and above, That's you know. Right. So we're gonna be talking about about that, and uh, so all you queens out there, mm-hmm. text Instagram. Email, do whatever you got to do, and come and listen to a real queen. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And tell them, Sansari, how to contact us. All you have to do is dial our number. Our number is 646-716-5525. Or you can just Google the Bobby Eaton Show and just follow the little icons and it'll pick you right in with us. When you dial that number, 646-716-5525, we'd like to hear your opinion or your comment. Just push the number one key. And it'll bling up on our monitors, and we'll get you on the air. That's We'd right. like to know what you what you're feeling, what you're thinking. That's right. Well, mm-hmm. we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna we're gonna be right back. So stick around, okay? 
You are listening to The Bobby Eaton Show. What is it, Daddy? It's Liberia's 172nd Independence Celebration in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What is it, Daddy? It's July 27th at the Greenwood Cultural Center, downtown Tulsa. What time? It's 7 o'clock p.m. on the dot. How can I buy my ticket? You can buy your tickets on our website at www.lcatulsa.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash LCATOS. Or call us at 918-955-5862. To all my Liberian people and friends of Liberia, this is the best time to come out and enjoy the best of Liberian food, music, and dance. It would not be easy today's leaders while inspiring tomorrow's and we super serve our local community while helping you serve the world we are eaton media services a full service media company providing promotion videography recording services and more connect with us today to find out how we can help you entertain empower and inform at eatonmediaservices.com Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com, that's the letter U-T-R-E-E-P.com, as well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree, and you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree, and you can also kick it old school and give us a call at 202-910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10-minute consultation, and we can have you hooked up. Peace. If your credit starts with a 3, 4, 5, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. 
pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Says you really grow up poor like me Don't believe in nothing but the almighty Just a little jeans and a pure whitey She never dreamed forever be nobody wifey yeah. She wanna me not pretty but your heart is on me Play you like a villain cause she caught in a way Tonight yeah, yes, I am walking away Nine to five mine on a grind yeah, yeah. Tonight I might fall in love Depending on how you owe me I'm glad that I'm calming down I'll let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fights it by falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me Brown skin girl That skin just like pearls You're back against the world I never tried you for anybody else Brown skin girl That skin just like pearls the best city in the world. I never tell you for anybody else. Oh, like a trophy when Naomi's walking. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin. Pretty like Lupita when the camera closing. Trip broke 11 when my killer's rolling. I think tonight she might pray her brace. Melanin too dark to throw her shade. She minds her business and winds her way. Rolex 24K. Tonight I might fall in love. Depending on how you hold me. I'm glad that I'm calming down. Can't let no one come control me. Keep dancing and call it love. She fighting but falling slowly. If ever you are in doubt. Remember what mama told me. Brown skin girl. Your skin just like pearls. You're back against the world. I never tried you for anybody else, brown skin girl. That skin just like pearls. The best thing about the world. I never tried you for anybody else. Oh, have you looked in the mirror lately? Wish you could trade eyes with me. There's complexities in complexion. What's your skin is glow like diamonds. Dig me like the earth you be giving back. To everything alive, baby, know your worth. I love everything about you from your nappy curl. To every single curve, your body natural. Skin that was broken, me. Things skin taking over. Things out of focus, view. But when you're in the room, they know it's you. It's you. It's a beautiful. Yeah, you're beautiful. Fall in love with you and all of your glory. Your skin is not only dark, it shines and it tells your story. 
Say stuff, huh? Right, right. Can That's you play good. that last part again? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to hear it. Right. Well, hey, in the studio, Kiana Smith. How are you doing there, lady? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy being here. Good, <laughs> good. Glad you could come. You know, uh, tell our audience, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Where were you born and raised, first of all? Okay. Um, I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. Queen okay. City. Um, but I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Raised in Atlanta, Georgia. So at Georgia. what age did you go to Atlanta? Um, I was in sixth grade. So okay. before, after Cincinnati, I lived in Jersey for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but sixth grade, all the way through college, I was in Atlanta. Wow. ATL. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you like it? Oh, loved it. Loved it. You know, and love it. I'm not going to put ED. Yeah. Love. <laughs> love. You love know, it. my family's still there and my friends are there, so it's always home. Always home. Yeah. You ever go back to visit? All the time. Um, I went back for the 4th of July weekend or that week and saw my nephew. Uh, love him so much. 11 Aww. months years old. Mm-hmm. Um, And just, you know, spend time with family, friends. So it's always good to go back. Wow. How many siblings do you have? Just one. Just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one. I have an older sister, two and a half years apart. Okay. okay. Exactly. You guys are close by, huh? We are. Did you, grow up, did you grow up close? We did until she got to middle school. Uh-oh. Like, that's where your siblings turn on each other. I thought we were cool. Yeah, right. yeah, as soon as she hit middle school, it's like, oh, boys. yeah, and had our own group of friends. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but and no, then, we're close though now. And then did your mama say, you got to take your little sister with you? <laughs> Um, in terms of what university did I go to? Well, you went to high school there, too, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I went to Salem High School, um, Memorial Middle School, Salem High well, what School. What was that? Was that a uh, predominantly black school? It is now. Uh, was it there when you went? Um, it is now. So when I was going to Salem, I was the first class. We brought in about, um, it was 60-40. So 60% African-American, 40% other. Mm-hmm. By the time I left, I would say it was around 80%. So Other? Eighty percent black, oh, oh, black. Okay. and then twenty percent okay. other. Um, right now, what you'll see, like in Atlanta, the suburbs are growing um, predominantly African American. So it's not mm-hmm. just the actual metro area; it is the suburbs too that are growing that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, I would say it's almost a hundred percent African American. Wow. Yeah, wow! A lot of people have moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've never been to Atlanta. You never been to Atlanta? I have never been to Atlanta. Peachtree and all of that. I have never been to Atlanta. I've been dying to go to Atlanta. You definitely need to go. It's amazing. Like, I love it. 
It's mm. well, I, I think Atlanta is what they call the mod, like the modern day Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, know, full of African American businesses. Very and there's always something going on there. Wow, it's always something concerts, sports. Oh man, you I name would it. love it's to go something there. Going all the time. I yeah. would love to go there and just see black, black, black. Yeah, you will see. That's what you're gonna see. Positive energy, mayor, mm-hmm. police chief, wow. fire chief, oh, superintendent. Yeah. People yeah. with high self-esteem, wow. you know, you don't have to convince everybody. And yeah, I'm not looking you at can you find, sideways, not following it, you around in the stores. You can, <laughs> find, you can find your niche there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. you're into, you can find it. Now, there's poverty areas, too. Now. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. I want you guys to think that we don't have this in D.C. and Atlanta and, yeah. you know, L.A., Chicago. They, we all got our little pockets yeah, of right. uh, of poverty that yep. takes place. Yep, that's true. Yeah. You, can, you can find some Tulsa in Atlanta, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and some vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I first came here, I guess it was like Atlanta to me because I yeah, was it was a shock to you. Yeah, it was a shock to me. I was just oh, I just reveled in all it. I the black never, people. Everybody was black. The school administration, everybody was black. And I was like, wow. It's so cool. It's so you cool. get the football game sitting up looking oh, around man, all these black people. Yeah. Yeah. Smiling. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Because Jesus. you could San Diego was diverse. It was Very. pretty much so mixed up. Very. There so many all cultures mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. So all throughout. I can understand school, that. Yeah. High school, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiana, what mm-hmm. brought you to Tulsa, yes. Oklahoma? Yeah. How you end up down <laughs> here? End up here, Corey. Yeah, right. I know, I know. So it's actually Teach for America. So, Teach for America? Yep, oh. my senior year in college, I had two options. Either become a federal background investigator, which I was very interested in doing, mm-hmm. or do Teach for America, which I applied for. I was very interested. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. It was a tough decision, but I chose Teach for America, and it brought mm-hmm. me to Tulsa, Oklahoma in 2009. So let what? me ask you this. 2009, Keanu Smith heads to Tulsa, Oklahoma uh-huh. for the first time. Did you know anything about Tulsa? Nothing. And nothing. Yeah, that's that's bad. Like, but I didn't know anything. Well, well most people sort of like come me. from Atlanta. They don't know nothing about Tulsa. <laughs> yeah. But when you got here, what did you think? Tell me the truth. Oh man, I think my first day, and I and I don't say this out loud at all. Usually, I'm like, oh, I'm strong. I think I cried. I was like, oh my gosh, there's nothing here. <laughs> Cause we, they took us to downtown first. So you can imagine Tulsa downtown ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Everything closed at two p.m. Right. 2 p.m. on a That's Saturday. Right. And so I was That's used right. to the very opposite. Like, oh, the city has been shut down to 2 a.m. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is going on? What's happening? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Ooh, you just close yeah. at 11 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Um, but over the years, it's definitely grown. It's mm-hmm. grown. And I think the difference is like it's a small niche community. It's truly a community. You feel very welcome here. So mm-hmm. even though it was initially a shock. Um, you know, a couple of days networking and connecting with people, it definitely felt like home. Mm-hmm. Start feeling, yeah. start feeling mm-hmm. like home to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. After get, <laughs> yeah. after getting around and about. Huh? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You know, people are people everywhere you go. That's yeah, right. that's true. And that's so right. it's a good feel to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I'm born and raised here, and I had to adjust when I first got back here. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. an adjustment for me. Yeah. Coming back to my, com- especially I live in the community, so right. it was an adjustment factor. You I know? bet. When you yeah. That's how I feel when I go home, too, because yeah. everything's changed. It's different so there, huh? Yeah. 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 You know, it just. It, and we make our adjustments. Yeah, we you do. Know, right. And, yeah, we do. and our com- where we're comfortable at. Exactly. And, you know, and we kind of create those kind of things to where we can, you know. Tulsa, yeah. for me, being an African-American black male is a place that you have to almost create your own little environment. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't create it, then you're going to be just sitting at home, punching the remote control, 
Yep. Eating food. You know <laughs> what I mean? Huh? Yeah. yeah, that's what you're gonna be. That's all you're gonna be doing. Yeah. You know, you just just that's what's gonna be. That's, that's true. Hey, let's get together Friday. I'm gonna make a carrot cake. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna make one, we're gonna eat that one, you know. Yeah. And, and that's what happened here. I didn't yeah. gain so much weight since I've been here, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but you know, old pop bitty man, hey, you know how to go. He's still looking good. That's all right. I try to I try to hold it together. But Kiana, I have a question. Uh-huh. You went into this teaching realm. Um, so that kind of tells me that you have a passion for our youth, for our young children. Mm-hmm. Always. So how? When did you? When did you really feel that this is my niche? This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I I really always grew up around like just young people and young leaders. And so even when I was in high school, I worked at the YMCA. When I was in college, I did Upward Bound. So I was oh, you always, were always around. Yeah, yeah and my dad, he worked with in the y, or at the YMCA for the last 15 oh, yeah. years. And oh, so it was wow. just something that was like, this is what I always wanted to do. I know in order to stay young, you have to be with the young. Right. And um, you and look too, very young. Oh, thank you. You look very young. I know um, you get carded all the time. <laughs> mm. It's just too, it's a sense of um, purpose and passion and potential. And there's so much potential in the young. It's, you know, going back to like the biblical place, it's like, you know, God always protects children. So there's something special about a child and to be able to help a child and guide a child that to me was the most um, powerful thing that I could do or the best way I could serve. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's where I really felt. You've been serving too. Yes. Now you've, um, when I first met you, I think you were the principal at Monroe. Mm Mm-hmm. Monroe Demonstration Academy. Demonstration Academy. Mm-hmm. And you spent some time over there, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're over to a legacy charter school, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What is what's, the grade level? What's, mm-hmm. So the yeah. grade levels at legacy charter school is pre-K through eighth grade. Oh, mm-hmm. And so creating that culture from the very beginning until they make that next transition to high school. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the two schools since you've been there? Well, were you at any other schools prior to all of that? So my first school when I came was Nimitz Middle School, which we Nimitz. know. Oh, yeah. 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 I know about Nimitz. <laughs> Over there by Eisen. Yeah. Where Eisenhower, yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to be, or Eisenhower is now. Middle yeah. school, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, it was a middle school, and I was there. Um, and then under Project Schoolhouse, that consolidated to another, or that school closed down, and I went to KIPP for a year. KIPP. Um, and yep. then I was out, my, I was on my way to New Orleans. I was on my way to New Orleans and I got a call from Dr. Ballard and I got the job at Monroe as the basically assistant principal at that time. Around, you had to turn around and go back? You know, because I, I actually, two weeks before, I was looking for houses down <laughs> in New Orleans. Oh, you were getting ready to go yeah, to New Orleans. Yeah, huh? I was ready. I was excited. I'm like, oh, it's six hours away from home. I love the food. Mm-hmm. I love being by, you know, the coastal yes. area. Yes. Uh, but it felt so right to stay. Um, and then when I went to Monroe, I fell in love with it. Um, great community. And so the difference um, really is just, I always say people make a place. And so, you know, it, Monroe got to a, a point where I thought we had did a great job. We had grew it. So I wanted to continue to spread my wings and continue to serve communities. And so Tulsa Legacy has been a place where we're able to really connect um, and really pour in passion, allow kids to create and design and truly leave their legacy and this is something for our community right it's right. pre-k through eighth grade it's our community yeah. our leaders are in our community they have jobs and businesses in our community and their kids go to our school 
um, and the passion is just there, and the opportunities for our kids are there. So I'm loving it. Mm, you're loving it. Yeah, huh? love it. <laughs> Who's the principal over there? Mm-hmm. We have two principals. Um, our primary academy is Miss Carolyn Statham. This mm-hmm. is going into her third year as the principal, and then we have Miss Nicole Whiteside. Hometown, you know, um, she went to Booker T. Okay. Walt Whitman. Um, oh, she's, she's been in amazing. Atlanta. She's a native, and yeah. she's doing amazing, amazing. Where are you? Where are you located? So the old Cherokee building. So um, six, in Turley, mm-hmm. right? And um, the old Greeley building. So right off of um, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or, okay. Yeah. Is that in Turley? Not quite. Not I don't quite. think that one is, but yeah. definitely two the locations. Mm-hmm. Two locations. We have oh. pre-K through four. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our elementary, and then fifth through eighth is our upper academy. So you're going back and forth to. I am. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you do? You 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 uh, teach in the mornings, and then you leave there and go to the other one. Is that the way it works? Not quite. So I'm there to really support the leaders, um, to help work with our board. Because you're direct, you're director, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But this year, I'm really excited because I'll have an opportunity to step in the classroom because we're doing a program that no other middle school is doing, which is youth entrepreneurs. And so oh, I'll have an no. opportunity to teach that course, which is like near and dear to my heart because I believe there's no – it doesn't matter how much you really know until you are able to free yourself financially mm-hmm. and create for yourself. And so to teach our kids that in middle school, you, you know, that's man. Fun, it's funny that you say that. I went over to Walt Whitman. They asked me to come over and speak mm. to the children. Uh-huh. And I went over there and I spoke to them and I started asking them questions. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh-huh. And hands went up. Yep. And you know what they said? I want to be a basketball player <laughs> like LeBron. <laughs> and I want to be a rapper. And I was like, all of them were saying that. I want to yeah. be a rapper, too. I want to be. And I mm. said to myself, wow. And then one little lady, she says, I want to be a designer, clothes mm. designer. And one little kid said, I want to be an engineer. And I was just like, okay. Okay. You know, someone's been talking to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so we need, just, we need that education. Yeah. Definitely. I was just at a conference, and um, they were talking about, you know, the next generation of kids. And it was a conference of older educators. And I was telling them, you know, one thing that we underestimate with Generation Z and Alpha Generation is that um, they're multitaskers. Like, if you think mm. about it now, there's people that get – you have to have almost multiple streams of income to survive. So you That's could true. be a teacher. You also may be doing DoorDash. Yeah. You probably also have Airbnb rentals. Yeah. Sound, like my, sound like my son you know, now. And that is normal. Yeah. That mm. is normal. And so the whole idea of youth entrepreneurs is to teach kids, like, there's multiple ways to get funds. And so why most kids want to be basketball players and rappers is like, oh, it's money. It's easy money. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. they knew that if you flipped a house and you could get 60000 mm-hmm. by flipping a house. They don't understand that. You are mm-hmm. making so much yes. more money and you're making residual money once yes. you get rental houses or mm-hmm. Airbnbs. Investment. And, mm-hmm. Investment. Yes. And so it's just teaching kids a new vocabulary. And a new pathway. Because I, I didn't know these things until maybe That's three true. to four years ago. Yeah. And so it's like, Making sure we're planting those seeds now, yeah, and making sure they're able to see that so they can do it. And yeah. not only that, it, it, it's teaching them to grow up and to do business with each other. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the Black Wall Street way. That's exactly. you know, the way they did it. They yeah. spent yeah. the money amongst, amongst themselves. Right. And all the races do that too. So yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Not, yeah, oh, all yeah. other races just do it. Hispanics, they're yeah, oh, they really they're flipping do it. houses and doing I mean, mm-hmm. fifteen families in the one bedroom. Entrepreneurship they they for young do. people. That's mm-hmm. a great class to take yes mm-hmm. you know think about it. it really is that's real life and especially yeah. at that age yep 
Yes, because you're instilling in their brain, oh, I could employ somebody else. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I love about this program, it's actually tasking them to start their own business. Um, And so one of the tasks, we're going to work with youth entrepreneurs, which is a um, national program, is that you have to use your network of 10. Um, to get the um, to get a part of the money, and then whatever you raise will match that. And so it's teaching them how to do an ask, right? You know, you know, a lot of politicians, hey, can you vote for me? Yeah. And they'll list their first ten, and then that ten, mm-hmm. they'll ask, you know, those ten, and so instead, now your ask has changed. Instead of a vote, you're asking for seed money for your business. And so with that, it's just giving them the confidence to have people invest in them, which is as mm-hmm. a life skill. That's true. And mm. it gives them an opportunity to be social. Yep. Our young people now are so into this oh, phone and technology, yep. they can be sitting next to each other. And social skills are not good. Yes. Man. So this does give them an yep. opportunity to know how to speak to people, mm-hmm. know how to talk to them. I love this idea. Yeah. I love this. Mm. Yeah. It would be a great impact on our young so people. So what if someone it. wanted to enroll their child, mm-hmm. what's the process? So they could do two, two or three things. One, they could either just go to the school um, and enroll. So we still have, because we are a growing school community, we still have some um, seats available for the 2019-20 school year. They could go online, and there's an um, application that they could fill out online. So if they're not able to get to the school, we extended our hours. Um, so we close at 6 um, until school starts. <clears throat> um but if they're unable to get there due to other circumstances, they can enroll online or mm-hmm. they can simply call the school. So say if like I am not tech friendly because we still have some folks that mm-hmm. are not tech friendly um, and still aren't able to get to the school, they could call the school and we could walk them through the process. Okay. Is, um, are there scholarships available or is there a, uh, what is the, the fee for the school year? It's free. It's totally free. Did you hear that, child? <laughs> Did she you said hear that, free. child? She yeah, said free. It's free. And, and when I so feel like I'm excited about it. you have to have it. special qualifications no. in order to attend? So it's a public school. It's a public charter. So we don't ah. have uh, a set of guidelines. But what we know and what we tell families is once you enter our doors, once you become Tulsa Legacy, a Legacy Lion, a Legacy Scholar, we have this we know you're going to rise to our expectations. There's a certain culture that we have at our school that you'll rise to that. So our expectations are high, even though we do not, we do not have, um, I guess you could say requirements. Once you get there, you're going mm-hmm. to rise to the expectations we have. So mm-hmm. oh, that's we wonderful. are super excited. We have art um, infused programming um, matched with the entrepreneurial program this year. It's something that you can't wow. beat. Now I'm going to ask a question that might be a little out the box. Mm-hmm. Say you have some a student who is just completely unruly. Mm-hmm. How do you all tackle discipline in the school? Yeah, discipline. Yeah. It, it's, all, it's very individual, right? Because yeah. each child comes with their own package. Um, okay. And, and the real part about it is, to so a lot of time, you cannot let it disturb or interfere with the learning of others. That, that's just flat out. You cannot let it disturb or interfere with the learning of others. Mm-hmm. So depending upon what the behavior is, we definitely have to investigate. We pull that child to the side and we pour more into it. So we do have a social emotional learning program mm-hmm. that helps the kids understand how to cope with some of the stress that they have outside the school or the trauma that they may have outside the school. Teach them how to breathe. Teach them how to think through things. But ultimately, you have to hold them to high expectations. And there has to be life sometimes as mm-hmm. a lesson. Mm-hmm. So there is a consequence behind your behavior. I might not isolate you and say you're kicked out of the school, right? Right. But I want to teach you, like, even though this was a mishap or a behavior mm-hmm. that is very undesirable and you're, you said you're sorry, 
there's still a lesson that you have to learn through a consequence mm-hmm. and will embrace yes, you again mm-hmm. and hold you to high expectations so it will mm-hmm. not happen again. And I like the key thing that you said. You want to ask it, why did you do it? There exactly. has to be a reason why. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to understand that. Exactly. That why. Yep. And then to guide you through on how to handle it the next time that mm-hmm. that emotion or whatever hits you. Yep. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and speaking of the children, now how you deal with the parents? Oh my, that's goodness. what I'm talking about right there. Because I, I know yeah. some of them. I know you've had some challenges. No, my baby in, didn't do nothing like yeah, that. Being in education, you know, yeah. you gotta have some challenges. Some some woman all up in your face calling you some names, and you know, oh, so how, you, how you deal with that? You know, because some parents are worse than the kids sometimes. sometimes Sometimes you know why it's been interesting over the ten years that I've been in education. You've seen a range. You've seen some people that are like, "Man, we are kindred spirits." You know, mm-hmm. somewhere down the line, and then you see some people like, "Oh, okay." That, that is an issue. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But one is just like you know, I'm a person first. You know, you will not disrespect me. Amen. And, and simply like I don't care who you are. No disrespect. You, know, you will not disrespect me because I wouldn't mm-hmm. disrespect you. I care too much about myself. I care too much about my community, my kids. To disrespect anyone, so it's like okay. one establishing that line of like this is something that you will not cross. If you feel as if we cannot handle this in a civil manner, let's postpone it. Let's talk another day. Yeah. I know you. You know, I, let's find another medium. Yeah. But right now, yeah. <laughs> I know you had to call security. Security. <laughs> security. <laughs> I would say maybe in previous years, maybe maybe once or twice because people like legitimately when you let people know up front, like hey. You know, like you, all I don't things play aside, with that, yeah, right. like yeah. we're not gonna go there. Easy. We're yeah. not gonna cuss, you know, in front yeah. of kids. We yeah. go to my office. Let's take a seat. Let's come down. I'm here to listen to you and hear you yeah. out. Have you, have you been Have you been cursed out before? Over the phone, you know, but over the phone. Over the phone. But until like you just tell people, because some people legitimately have bad days. Yeah. Some people yeah. legitimately have That's bad true. days, and so mm-hmm. like after they finish, and sometimes you know you just and then they gotta deal with their kids. Exactly. So when you call them back afterwards, you know, man, give it a day. Like, hey, I know you were frustrated. I could tell. And mostly they, man, I'm so embarrassed. I apologize. That's not me. You know, Miss mm. Smith. That's not how mm. I usually act. And so then you have a conversation. Like in that moment, like I could feel that I was very, I felt very disrespected. But I decided to call you back because I know that's not who you are. Even if you do or do not, you know, know that person. Yeah. Um. Mm. But it's all mm. about just looping back around to it. Uh. Because mm. everyone goes through days. Everyone yeah, has do. their bad days. So you yeah. have to, you know, understand that. But Man. Don't take the well, I went to a school. Yeah. I went to a school one day. I'm not gonna say what school it is. <laughs> Go and on I, and say it. Go I, and say the school and the teacher. No, I'm not going to. I opened up the door, entering the school. Mm-hmm. Two females was fighting. Blah, 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 they were throwing down. Bloom, bloom, bloom. They were pulling off bras and stuff oh, and all wow. and tagging and woo, private oh. parts coming all out in the hallway. Then the guards came and attacked them, you know, got them, broke them up and stuff like that. So I went on to the principal's office where I was coming over to talk to the principal. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and then one mother was in there cursing out everybody. (laughs) She was from the hood, you know, and she was just going off. And I just stood Mm -hmm. over there like, man, what is going on in our school system? You know, it was pretty rough. You know, when parents do that, the kids feel like they, they can, can do, do it. That. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, where, that's why you have to kind of nip it in the bud. And I think that's mm-hmm. why you make connections up front, too. Yes. You know, if this is the first time I'm calling you and it's October and I've never talked to you before, never said, your, you know, hello, I don't even really know your child's name. I'm call- And I'm calling about behavior and what your child isn't doing correct. 
people get defensive. Like yeah, you're, yeah. you can't say anything positive about my child. You don't even know because you don't know their previous experience. That's true. So it's really important to plant those seeds early to have multiple people connecting to parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to just like tell people communicate up front. You know, mm-hmm. this is how we expect to engage in communication and conversation. And this is the president's when you come to this school. But other schools you may have done, like, but when you come here, mm-hmm. yeah. this is how we act as a family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask now, as far as the curriculum is concerned, mm-hmm. do you implement, like, I love the entrepreneurship thing mm-hmm. going on, but do you implement black history? Oh, yeah. So eighth grade, I'm and super do you excited. Look that up? They're starting with um, oh. the Tulsa Race Riot, so um, Dreamland Burning. Race Massacre. Ma- massacre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My apologies, yeah. Massacre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. starting with uh, Dreamland Burning um, because we do a very um, culturally responsive uh, or culturally relevant teaching. Um, and so they have that as their first unit just to really understand, one, about the community in which we're in, and two, like, a piece of history up front, like why this is so important, yeah. right? Like why the struggle matters, why advocating for yourself matters, why education matters, why investment in yourself matters. Um, and so they start with that, but we do have a lot of rich literature that they read from um, African-American authors. Um, okay. A lot of things we do, not even just for like black history, but just different programs throughout the year. We make sure they understand where it comes from, who they are, a lot of the principles and practices of like different things we do, like Ubuntu Fest, you know, that's about self-love and awareness. I am because of who you are, or who we are, you know? And so just making sure everything we do is infused with culture. Um, and so they can understand that greatness within. Yes. Cause I, I honestly believe that our children need to know about the massacre, but mm-hmm. they even more so need to know what happened before. with our community mm-hmm. before. Yep. How prosperous, mm-hmm. how connected. That's yeah. part of the history. That's yeah. part of the history. How yeah. they built Black how Wall they Street. That's exactly what I really mm-hmm. need for mm-hmm. our kids to learn first. And then, oh, well, the massacre yeah. happened and this well, what happened the, then. The right. beginning of, of Black Wall Street, they need to know about that part. Yeah. They need to know about the massacre. Mm-hmm. And they rebuilt Exactly. Black Wall Street mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. after. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they need to know all three phases. Yeah, yeah they do. You yeah, know, that's do. part of the history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's going on today with the the city and how they're trying to overcome because yeah. you know Northside real estate is like prime real estate. Oh, they they buying it up. That now. they're trying. To, but I was very oh. happy when they had that eminent domain uh, list of of housing that they were going to implement. Mm-hmm. Everybody came showed to up. that meeting yep. and showed mm-hmm. up and then showed out. Yeah. Well, they had to the back. They had to back up off all of that. Yeah. You know, I talked yeah. to uh, Mayor Bynum, yes, and uh, we had a conversation, and he's mentioned it, too. We had a luncheon right. uh, last week sponsored by the Black Wall Street Chamber, and I was mm-hmm. there. And uh, he says that they revisited all that. They're pushing all that back out. Well, so they, that's what it, they're not going to go forward with the process. They're not going to go forward with it now. Well, Anytime you take the Osage Casino and you call it downtown, that tells yeah, you right there something. what they're... Well, well what the, what the process is, they're, they're building and pushing further north. Pushing further north. Yeah, because yeah. we got, like you said earlier, we got mm-hmm. prime real estate. That's right. It's a, it's, this is like a diamond in the rough That's over right. here. That's Quick right. trip is over here. Burger King, yeah, all of these yeah. people are starting to come, come over here mm-hmm. to North Tulsa mm-hmm. because of the, the uh, you notice that more, get some groceries you notice that there are more <laughs> Caucasians over here now. You know, Bobby, when there you are, mentioned that, I was like, they're, every, they're walking, every, yes. they're walking, they're driving, they got cars. I, I got that. some living in the neighborhood around here. Yeah. So it's it's starting. 
gentrification, we got to be careful with it yeah. because it will be taken over and your history will be erased. Right. Every time I drive down uh, Greenwood and Pine right there, going down, so prevalent. it's been just erased. Yeah. Yeah. OSU erased it oh, and, yep. and all of that down there. It's erased. It's O-E-T-A mm-hmm. and all that down there. It's erased. So our young people they don't who know. are coming up, they don't know. They don't They've see nothing different. Yeah. They don't know that a Dunbar mm-hmm. school was right Ooh, here yeah. or mm-hmm. on Pine mm-hmm. or these different places. When you go down to B.C. Franklin mm-hmm. Park, it was yeah. a, the Rose Room was down yeah, there. Right. They Elevate. didn't know Dillard's was right Dillard's, there on 36th Street. No, no, don't even yeah. know we even had a Dillard's. Yeah, over here. So they That's don't true. know the history of the community right? Mm-hmm. You know, and what it was. Because when I was coming up, we didn't have to go nowhere. <laughs> I'm talking about we had grocery stores. When I first came here in yeah. 1974, it was like that. We had about wow. 12, to, 12, to five, 12 to 15 night spots. Mm-hmm. We had taxi stores wow. everywhere. And everything was going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything was just, you didn't have to go nowhere. Really, wow. really and true. Uh, you didn't. That's you how didn't. much economic development was over here in North Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And we really had record stores mm-hmm. and all kinds of just, we had movie theaters mm-hmm. and yeah. all of that. Skating rink, all mm-hmm. that. It was mm-hmm. interesting. Um, we went to Detroit for the Youth Entrepreneurs. Um, to, and we, Detroit? Yeah. Okay. Loved it. Wow. I loved it. Yeah. Um, you didn't drink the a, water, did you? <laughs> I was, you know, I thought people were drinking out of the water, but I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll split. You know, I got to drink. Like, no, I'll give me drink. some more Zaka. No. <laughs> Go buy some more Zaka. <laughs> but they did a um, project with us, and it was called the Vacant Lot Project. A vacant lot? Vacant lot. So it was a vacant lot, and they asked us, it was a picture of a vacant lot, and they asked us, like, what is the problem with this, right? And it was like, your kids pass us by every day as they go to school or go da da da. So what's the problem? And so many people just kept rambling off different things. Oh, it's money, da 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 And I said, you know what? The real problem with the vacant lot is a mentality that we don't have the power to make the change, mm. right? So in essence, like, if I saw a vacant lot, I don't need this great $10,000, $100,000 grant to fix it. I could come with my understanding like, of the power that I have, right, that I could be a change agent, connect with somebody else. We could plant a vegetable garden right there. We could beautify our own community. And yes. so it's like a huge piece of, like, planting seeds and educating our kids is to teach them that they have the power to make change now. Mm-hmm. It's a mentality, right, mm-hmm. that we are what we need in this community. And, yes, granted, we need resources. I'm not saying, like, oh, we don't need anything. We do, but we have ourselves and we have a, 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 the ability to innovate and create, and that's the most important thing to get things started. That's right. Um, and so it's teaching them how we can recreate those days and re-envision those days to make it even better than what it was. Mm. Mm, that's deep. That is deep. That's right. And we need to implement that and do that's that. Right. Exactly. Around yeah. here. Just that's do right. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We've got yeah. plenty of vacant lots around here. We've got so here. many vacant lots. We yeah. have so many gardens and so much stuff yes. going on. And, yes. You know, have you guys heard about the new uh, grocery store that's being built? I heard vaguely. When? I don't know, but there are about four or five investors, black investors from mm. not from Tulsa. Of course, they're not from Tulsa, but they've come. They've come here. And they're going to build it right there. Uh, shops on Peoria. Oh, they are. They're going to put it right there. Is it going to be a new structure? A brand new structure, structure out yep. in that field, out in that area. Yeah. So a brand new grocery store is coming up there. Huh? I wonder when they're going to start. I don't there. know the details of it, but I heard about it and I've talked to a few people about it and um 
It's going to take place. Don't let me hit the lottery because you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy that gateway place and I'm going to open up a youth center. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We need more. Yeah, you know, and one thing that yeah. we really, really need over here, we need a youth center, something to yes. deal with the mental health oh, of, yeah. of our people. That's right. You know, we, right. we got a serious mental health issue. That is so you know, true. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Because it most of us have some type of form of mental health, yeah. whether you want to admit it or yeah, not. It's something true. going on with you, yeah. some issues that you may have that you need to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't have a lot of uh, black doctors and therapists and stuff that can address us in a cultural way with mm-hmm. our people. Yeah. It's one That's thing very to go, much needed. It's, more, it's one thing to go sit with white people on the sofa and they asking you questions and trying to get into your head, but culturally not understanding your makeup and That's and right. where you're from and why you are like you are because they can't really relate they because they've never never seen it or never mm-hmm. been around it. Right. But when you got a therapist who's well-rounded and educated mm-hmm. and knows your culture and he can sit down with Bobby Eaton and I can sit down and tell him some issues without feeling afraid to open up, open up mm-hmm. then you can grow that way. Well, you yeah. know, now and now, now it is becoming more apparent also that in our culture, we don't go to psychologists psychologists or psychiatrists. We go to God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's becoming more open where it they is. can, yep. you know, yeah, maybe I do need to speak. Well, maybe to God wants you to go to a therapist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why everybody like when you say God. Think about, think about yes. that. You know, maybe he wants you to go to a therapist. That's you know, right. So you, Immediately. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that's another thing that I'm sure that you all yeah. encourage at the school that, you know, they can be anyone they want to be. They exactly. can make an impact and be an asset to this society where mm-hmm. when they go to a predominantly white school, they're looked over. Yeah. Or they're told, well, like my niece. Well, uh, her teacher was uh, asking each student what they wanted to be in. He had a lot of doctors and mm-hmm. lawyers and came to my mm-hmm. niece and he said, well, the teacher said, well, what do you want to be when, when you grow mm-hmm. up? She said, well, I want to be a corporate attorney. Oh, wow. And she yeah. said, no. No, no, you wouldn't make a good corporate attorney. You would make a good nurse. What? Told her she that. told her that. She told her oh, that. That's destroying someone's dreams. She, wow. She told her that. You know, I, be- totally I believe a teacher, I believe a real teacher, not a faking and shaking teacher, mm-hmm. but a real teacher is like a mother, a father, yeah. a coach, a therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes children, that's all they got is someone, a mm-hmm. teacher to listen to them and because they got come from broken homes father may be incarcerated mother may be on drugs Mm -hmm. or something like that and all they got is a teacher that's right that's That's all they got is a teacher and they're not shown a lot of love you know caressing and talk to and hugs and stuff like that and kisses so they don't know anything about Mm -hmm. that and you know and that's what's missing that's true and they act out on the behavior Mm -hmm. because and kids are very intuitive you know i was a uh I was a, a teacher's assistant in Plano Independent School District for about five years back in the day. And I had one student, uh, I was with the special ed kids, and I had one student that he, his dad was actually sitting with him and watching porno. And this little guy was like maybe wow. nine years old. Oh, God. And I was having a difficulty with him in, in the math class because I was saying, well, I need you. Well, no, my dad said to do it this way. I said, yeah, I said, and, and, and that's fine. But I also want you to learn how to do it the way the teacher is doing, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Paul was his name. I said, I need for you to, to learn how to do that, and you'll be just that much smarter. He said, 
you are not he raised his voice at me. He did. So I very calmly I said, You know what, Paul? I already know this stuff and I do not raise my voice at you. So what I want you to do is <laughs> talk to me uh-huh. and we're gonna work this out, okay? Yeah, he that got, little boy he fell in love with me after the end. Did he? And that is when he confided with me about yeah. his dad doing that. See, see yeah. kids, kids just need some love. They just they need, do. yeah. You know, I remember I, when I was in Houston, I farmed a little league football team. All right. And I had about 50 little boys. Oh, wow. Right. That's a bunch of little That's boys. That's a bunch of little boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was the president, and I had about 12 coaches, and I had I was a president of the whole organization down there in Houston. And I had females coming to me with their little boys. Mm-hmm. I got to get him in something. His daddy's not in his life, mm-hmm. and so and so ain't in his life. And I get down with that little boy. Say, come here, come here, Jimmy. You want to play football? Yes, sir. I want to play me some football. And he said, all the other little boys out there running around throwing the balls yeah. and all that. I said, all right. You really want to play football? Give me ten laps around there. Get one of the coaches. The coaches, yeah. hey, he gonna run ten laps. Go ahead, run them. <laughs> he take off running. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take off. That was a discipline type yeah. setup. Yeah. If you want to play football real bad, you, you gonna, work for it. gonna run them ten laps yeah. around here. And when you get to ten, you go over there with with, with Coach Jael. You know, Jael, yeah. he gonna come after he get through running. Wow. And then I send him over there, and they 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 would get into him, and you know, and next thing you know. At, as the season progressed, that little boy was growing. Yeah. Mm. He was feeling something that he had never felt before. And mm-hmm. his mother was out there sitting on the car watching him practice mm-hmm. all the time because daddy not in the not life. Yeah. yeah. And she just yeah. waiting. So thank you, Mr. Eaton. He's doing so much better in school. Man, you gotta do you gotta have your grades up. If you ain't doing your grades, you ain't playing no football on this team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then he would be like, Okay. And I go back, we check on the schools, we go to yeah. school, and he, they see us coming up in there. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, see, having that discipline, mm-hmm. you know, and not trying to install so much fear in the kid, right. but getting them to have a relationship and understand there's some responsibility that you mm-hmm. must take. That's what I fought a lot of young men for. Because a lot of young men today, I'm talking about older young men, right. 30-ish, mm-hmm. 20s. Some of them don't have the skill sets to know what to do. That's true. They got PlayStations and stuff <laughs> they're playing on. Yeah. You know, they Phones, look clean. They, they yeah. may look all good and have their hair yeah. all done and all that, mm-hmm. but they have no skill sets. Exactly. So with them not having any skill sets, the black woman is has to step up to the plate. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And she got to take on so much res- more responsibility mm-hmm. because the men are being wusses. Yeah. I true. hate to, I'm saying it. They're being just mm-hmm. little old. They mm-hmm. don't know how to paint. They don't know how to yeah. hammer. Mm-hmm. They can't change a flat on a tire. Mm-hmm. They and, you're yeah, absolutely right. And that's another thing also where, you know, our young children, like I see these little bitty babies and they mamas are letting them have dreads and all that, but mm-hmm. do you really know the meaning of that? Mm-hmm. Are you teaching your child that that natural look comes from our history mm-hmm. and what it means? So, uh, you know, where it comes from. Yeah, where it comes from. But uh, another question I wanted to ask you was the school that you're at now, uh, Legacy Charter School. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the um, what did would you say is the percentage of black to Hispanic to white? Mm-hmm. I think this this past year, I think we were probably Let's say eighty not I would say either eighty eight, eighty eight to ninety percent African American. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a majority African-American school. Mm -hmm. I think most schools out north are seeing an increase in our Hispanic families and our Hispanic scholars. Um, So I would say we had about 5% um, Hispanic and then 5% other that's either multi-ethnic, Caucasian, um, just diverse others within that 5%. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that because we Mm -hmm. we need that. We need to implement that. But it's also good that we have other cultures that their parents are. Mm -hmm. But some parents are like, you know, we might be white, but this is our community. (laughs) This is our community. I live right here. I live right here. And Mm -hmm. that's one thing I truly love about the school. Like I said, it's a family school. It's a community school. It's we are here serving the community. And that's a good thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And we're from the community and have high expectations for our community. Um, and we partner with you know, so many people do things to others, like, and don't see the value in where mm-hmm. they are. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like right. always mm-hmm. the dominant culture decides what is right. The dominant culture decides what is valuable. And it's just like, as minorities, we should know mm-hmm. we bring so much value to the table. Oh, yeah. Um, and so being able to see oh, yeah. that and tell our kids that and mm-hmm. tell our parents, like we are here, we are working together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is something I'm really proud of. Um, our team for our school. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So uh, what is the, the, the administration is mm-hmm. how many? Yep. So we have two school leaders. So one primary, one at upper. Um, we have an assistant principal and a director of high school placement at our upper academy campus. Uh, wonderful, strong women. Strong, strong, and dedicated. Wow. Dedicated. Um, and at our primary academy campus, we have a director of social emotional learning, um, as well as instructional coaches. Well, we have instructional coaches at both um, our locations. Um, we have a director of student support services to make sure that our kids with um, exceptional needs, oh, um, ELL, wonderful. they have so you have support. like an inclusion program also. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. So um, definitely a strong team. Yeah. A strong team. Now, now with your inclusion program. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is the percentage of your kiddos with special needs? Mm-hmm. I would say this year we're a little bit less than 20%. That high? Yeah. I, I, but you know what? Well, Over the years, I've seen how much? student body, we have 600 um, oh, kids. Okay. So over the years, I've seen the number of kids um, diagnosed or needing additional services Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. increased. Um, You will have some kids, some schools that have 30% of their student population that um, need individual education plans. Um, And I think it just shows like a a sign of the times and how things evolve and how Mm -hmm. we have to be innovative with the way we reach, you know, Mm -hmm. all learners. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Because, um, like I said, I was te- I was assistant teacher for mm-hmm. uh, special needs children, but I guess those that are severe or sort of do they get one on one? Do they have an assistant that takes if, them to each class and if it's in their plan? It's in their plan. So we haven't okay. had that experience um, in quite some time. Oh. Okay. Um, but if it's in their plan, yes, we do. Oh, okay. We provide those services. Oh, okay. So you haven't had any. Um, Students like with severe cerebral palsy that are wheelchair bound or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. That sounds like that's a very good school. Yeah. I would love for my child. Let me ask you this. I how had a special has, needs child. That's what uh, I asked. Myself. How long has it been in existence? Yep. 2012. 2012. 2012. Wow. And we just grown. Mm-hmm. Who was the founder? So the founder um, was Jamila McArthur. Carlisha Williams was the first executive director. Um, so it started um, pre-K through fourth grade, or pre-K through, yes, pre-K through fourth grade, added a grade each year. Um, and so fully grown, 
Um, our kids, they go to really the high school of their choice. Usually their first choice is pr- pr- pretty much, I would say, 80% of where our kids go. Almost mm-hmm. the 90% of our kids go to their first choice. So we had two scholars um, get accepted into Holland Hall, oh, um, yeah. in which one had a full academic ride. Oh, my God. Full okay. academic that ride. That sounds good right there. Yeah, is. full academic ride. So um, we just encourage our kids, you know, to go where they feel like they'll um, be served the best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, is it predominantly male or female? It's about, it's about 50-50. About 50-50? Yeah, it's about 50-50, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wondered about that, too, if it was more females than Yeah, it's about 50-50. 50-50. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So good mix. Good mix. Yeah, now, now, do you guys have a dress code or is this anybody you just wear what you wear? No. Um, we do have uniforms. You do have uniforms. Yeah, uniform. Okay. But I wanted one, to know. Yeah. But one thing that I do like about it, um, so one um, thing that we're doing this year, we're um, really doing a new line of spirit wear. And so I do believe like, yes, we do need to have a standard of look, but there's also this sense of individuality that we want our kids to embrace. Um, right, exactly. And so the spirit wear we have is very... I think, you know, trendy looks good. We'll see what the kids say <laughs> okay. uh, with their parents, but it looks good to me. It's well, really What are those cool colors? Yes, man. we are blue and gold. Blue and gold. Blue and gold, yeah. Okay, good. So some good, rich, royal colors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Now, are the teachers required to dress appropriately? Yes. You know, because sometimes mm-hmm. you can get a little skin tight up in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at school, you see teachers getting a little skin tight A little skin tight sometimes. Yeah. I guess, do they allow that to happen no. at some schools? It, some schools they do, and I'm just like, you, what people don't realize. Um, I saw that on YouTube. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. You are the she model had, of excellence for children. Yes. And so you set the tone and you set yes. the expectation. And so if you're dressing um, provocative, yes, inappropriately, kids mm-hmm. are going to norm that as what is expected, and mm-hmm. that is then professional. Yeah, yeah. And so, no, there, there's a. There's a definitely a dress code and a standard mm-hmm. that we hold our teachers to. Um, mm-hmm. And it hasn't been a problem. So our teachers do rise to the occasion and they dress professional and they're that's professionals. Um, mm-hmm. And that's very important to know that your kids are in the midst of caretakers, educators, and professionals all in Wonderful. one. Wonderful. Now yeah. do the children, are they expected to uh, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Um, not, I mean, some kids have that, right? Yeah, some kids already. that that's their yeah. expectation from the yeah. household. Right. Um, yes. I expect them to speak in complete sentences, um, put the handles in front of names, like, mm-hmm. but in terms of yes, sir, no, sir, mm-hmm. we're not there. But um, it, it, there's no, mm-hmm. it's yes. Right. Or, okay. Not yet. I, I remember my mom uh, used yeah. to say that. Yes. Not yet. No, right. Not yet. <laughs> Don't want right. me. <laughs> right in it, kid. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's uh-huh. funny. So you do have pickup points for the bus at buses? Yeah, so we um, actually we provide transportation for any child in Tulsa. So no matter where you are, you could be in North Tulsa, South Tulsa, East Tulsa, West Tulsa. Oh, really? We provide transportation oh, wow. for scholars in all all so over. So you just sign up and get on the bus pickup yep. list. Mm-hmm. Now is it a van or is it the big yellow? It's bus? actually a big yellow bus. Oh, so wonderful! So we have all the hubs that Tulsa Public Schools has. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and so goodness. they just catch the bus there and they bring them to our school. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. Now, and, this course, is, and, now, and, and remember, yeah. parents, this is free. This it is, is free. all free this for our free. children yeah. in our community. Now, is there a cap? Is there a cap right. on student body? 
There is. So some grades we do have a wait list for. Some grades, like I said, because they're growing, we still have opportunities um, and seats available. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a cap. And it's just so we can provide quality, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You, you, yes. you don't want your child in classroom where there's 41 40, kids, yes. 35 right. kids. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, yes. you, you can't get the attention that your child needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do have a cap for that reason to keep the mm-hmm. quality high. Now, mm-hmm. there's been conversation about school lunches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, lunchtime. Yeah. When it's lunchtime, are they getting the healthy foods that they need to nourish their bodies? Yes. And matter of fact, I, I know that's I need so to, important. It, it's very important. Do you guys do breakfast or just lunch? No, we do breakfast and lunch. Okay. And so we do have hot breakfast as well. Um, Michelle Obama style. <laughs> so, you know, the kids are definitely not in favor of like her guidelines. I would say they love her, but maybe not that particular policy. Uh, but no, we do outsource to another. Um, I know usually the local district they have they have one service provider we have another right. um, and so that service provider hot meals every single day and it's supposed to be like a home cooked feel mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. oftentimes you'll see our teachers I will eat there you know I don't eat meat so I go in for the vegetables okay only, um, and they're good and they're good and so um, that's one thing to me that is very important school is a, a entire experience. Um, and you can have great quality things in the classroom, but mm-hmm. if the food is not good okay. and it's not warm, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, that's not right. Exactly. And it wouldn't be the experience at another school that a child would have to pay for. So my whole idea is we're replicating education at its very best. And if a senator wouldn't send a child wouldn't eat this at lunch, why should our children have to eat something like this at lunch? Whatever they eat, I'm tr- I fight my best. Our kids will eat. Yeah. Right, and right. so we yeah. want to make that sure that's equity. Good. And how um, much are your school lunches? Ooh. Most of our you kids know? are free and reduced. Free and reduced, yep. So I can't yeah. recall this um, oh, okay. actual price on top of my head. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a little break. We're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about Kiana Smith and the <laughs> Legacy <laughs> Charter School. So we're going to take this little break and we'll be right back. Okay. So stick around. <laughs> Daddy? It's Liberia's 172nd Independent <laughs> in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, thank you. When is it, Daddy? It's July 27 at the Greenwood Cultural Center, downtown Tulsa. What time? It's 7 o'clock p.m. on the dot. How can I buy my ticket? You can buy your tickets on our website at www.lcatulsa.com. Or check out out on Facebook at facebook.com slash LCA Or call us at 918-955-5862. To all my Liberian people and friends of Liberia, this is the best time to come out and enjoy the best of Liberian food, music, and dance. It would not be easy or Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. 
Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown.gmail.com. Thank you. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. You can find us online at www.utreep.com. That's the letter U T R E E P.com. As well as finding us on Facebook, Underground Tree Studios, Instagram as Underground Tree, and you can also find artist Dawn Tree online as Artista Dawn Tree. And you can also kick it old school and give us a call at two zero two. 910-4409. Don't hesitate to call us. All it takes is a 10-minute consultation and we can have you hooked up. Peace. If your credit starts with a 3, 4, 5, or 6, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates. Along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554. Or text camp to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. What is it, Daddy? It's Liberia's 172nd Independence Celebration in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What is it, Daddy? It's July 27 at the Greenwood Cultural Center, downtown Tulsa. What time? It's 7 o'clock p.m. on the dot. How can I buy my ticket? You can buy your tickets on our website at www.lcatulsa.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash lcatulsa. Or call us at 918 918- Nine five 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 eight six two. To all my Liberian people and friends of Liberia, this is the best time to come out and enjoy the best of Liberian food, music, and dance. It would not be easy. You are now plugged in to the number one radio show in the universe. It's official. The Juice Radio Show, straight out of North Tulsa. With Sterling. Hey, man, what's going on, man? Sterling, I'm back. Hey, Dickles. This is Shalissa on the beat and Dickles in the seat. Hey. Hey, Willie the Goat. Y'all already know what it is. Welcome to the Juice Radio Show. This is where Willie the Goat. Hey, TK. Hey, it's your girl, TK. Hey, Jay Connie. Get it? What up, Icon? It's your boy, Jay Connie. And the girl from the shot, Illy Red. What's up, you guys? It's Illy Red. Hey, Shaka. Shaka. Coming from the north side. And your boy, Ramon, the hometown heat. What up? It's your boy, Ramon.
I do. Tune in right now. Right now? Yeah, right now. To the hottest show on the planet. The Juice Radio Show starts now. Well, it don't start right now. <laughs> it starts on every Thursday. Tell them tomorrow. about it. Tell them about it, Sansa. All you have to do is tune in tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Dial that number, 646 seven one six five five two five and you'll get to hear how the young people think, how they do their thing. It's always good for me to kinda of tune in because it kinda of gets me in groove with how young people think. Oh and what yeah, they do about and, the youth. Yeah, about and the youth. Speaking of our youth, we have a non profit here at Eaton Media Services called Not Forgotten Children. Mm. I love that. So we're building that brand and it's for uh those kids that have been forgotten, you know, we don't want to forget about them. That's so right. we wanna Get that platform so me and uh, Dean Findley and Ramal oh, yeah. and uh, Trey, we are working on putting that platform together. Not oh, forgotten so children, oh, right? That is very Nonprofit, nice. you huh. know. So we're going to be putting it out there, helping the kids. That's wonderful. You know what I'd like to do? I like to one day uh, get a van, like a passenger van, mm-hmm. thirteen passenger. Go over to some of the projects. Pick up the kids from those projects, Vernon, mm-hmm. Comanche, and yeah, places yeah. like Pick up the mm-hmm. kids. I'm talking yeah. about young Morning kids. Star, yeah. yeah, Morningstar. And take them to areas of Tulsa that they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. some of those kids have never even just been up in Gilcrease Hills or out to Utica Square to yeah. see the, the how that you can obtain some things and have some, feed them some pizza right. and stuff like mm-hmm. that and show them a good time, give them, give them some understanding of history, yeah. you know, take them around to the culture center, take them downtown to yeah. the BOK center, basketball game, anything, yeah. you know, so we, we like to get that van yeah. so we can do that. Not only for the, just the children, but senior citizens as well. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. That would be so yeah, wonderful. Yeah. 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 Picking, up, picking up them. So we got some plans and some visions that we would like. We're going to, imp- no, we are going, going to implement. To. It's going right. to happen, right. you know. But it's just in a slow process. But we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get those other things, you know, in place. Plus, you know, we're going to Atlanta, and taking right. those youth to to Atlanta to Tyler Perry and CNN and all that stuff. And don't forget about our fish fry fundraiser, everybody. Tell them about it, Sponsoring. Hosted by the Juice 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 Radio Show. That's our young people, and it's for their trip to Atlanta. It's a fundraiser. It's a fish fry. Who don't like fish? I like fish. I love fish. I love fish. Give me some fish. The date is July the twenty seventh. Mark it down. Put it in your phone. From twelve thirty to four thirty, you can get some fish plates that is going to blow your mind. Kids' plates are only five dollars to get a fish fillet and a side. Of their choice, ten dollars for us who like to have a little bit more in our stomach. Mm. We got fries for yum, your yum, green yum, beans, yum, yum, bread. <laughs> <laughs> you can always get this on that July twenty seventh Church of Restoration. Now that's located at thirteen fourteen North Greenwood Avenue. Write that date, that uh, address down. Also thirteen fourteen. You mm. can't help us, but remember yeah. that. And you know 13, what? 14, the juice, the North juice, Greenwood. yeah. The Jews put that together themselves. Oh, they wow. Yeah, they got together. One of the ladies said, oh, we need to do a fundraiser and a fish fry. And my daddy, I come do the fish. You oh, know, wow. and then they got together and got out and raised funds to buy the fish. You know, because me and, me and Ramal, we have a tendency to, to, nowadays to kind of push back 
and let them yes, take yes. on mm-hmm. let them take on projects to t- to do on uh, their own yeah. rather than mm-hmm. we just supply everything and do everything. I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna go eat some fish. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna, me I'm too. Just gonna go eat I'm gonna, some I'm fish. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get me a plate. I know yeah, that. A plate. Yeah. But oh, it's for awesome. the kids. It's for the Juice Radio Show. They're gonna go to Atlanta. They're gonna go to CNN Hot 107.9 Tyler Perry Studios and the MLK Center. Yeah. You better take plenty pictures yeah. since I can. And we all stand in a big old house. A big old house. Yeah, huh? right. You know, yeah, Airbnb. 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 Mm-hmm. We'll be able to cook our own food and oh, hang out nice. and, you know, on the sofas, watch the TV mm-hmm. or whatever. I know that is yeah. so much Speaking fun. of hanging out, yeah. uh, another question that I have for Ms. Smith mm-hmm. is, does the school have a before and after school program mm-hmm. for, for parents that maybe have to be to work at a certain time and they don't get off until after school is out. Yep. So we do not have a before school program. I mean, our doors open at seven thirty, so mm-hmm. our kids um, can get there. And then we have select after school activities. So we do have sports that we partner with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had drama club, we had choir. Okay, okay. So there's things that our kids can do after school, even mm-hmm. though it's not like a solid robust program this year, but yeah. we definitely want to grow into that. Oh, that would be yeah, wonderful. Definitely great. want to grow that's into fun. it. Yeah. Once again, where are you located? Yes, we are located at 105 East 63rd Street North. That is our pre-K through fourth grade. And then 6001 North Peoria for our upper academy. You know, that used to be the Cherokee school, didn't it? Yep. Back yeah, in the day. It did. Cherokee. It's a beautiful building. Yeah, I know. It's a real beautiful building. It's a building. historical building, too. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, it's, been around, it's been around forever. Where is it at again? Straight um, out Peoria. Yeah, right. I would say maybe two miles up from McLean High School. Mm-hmm. As soon as you cross 56th Street North, right, yeah. right on your right hand side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right on your. Well, uh, you know, I don't travel when you don't go that far. <laughs> that far. <laughs> as as That's why you don't Kentucky know. Fried yeah, right. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. See, I go down. Sometimes you got to go down to Warehouse Market. Yeah. 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 If you're in this community, you yeah, know. that is so true. Yeah. So true. That's, that's all. You know, place you got to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, hopefully we won't have to go that far. Yeah. Uh, as far as fruits and vegetables, once they build this grocery store over here, yeah, exactly, you know, exactly, you know, that'll be good. Something like that. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Me too. Right, Especially right. living downtown, so, we're leaving. So, yeah. Kiana, this is this is your second year. This is my second going into my second year. Going into your second year over there after yeah. you left left Monroe, right? Yeah, because you were the principal over the Monroe. I was. I remember. Yeah, yeah you were the principal over there. Yeah. And uh, how was that experience? It was good. I mean. My friend, um, our, our assistant principal at that time, he was actually in town this week. And so we had a good time just connecting with folks. And we're just like, man, we were so young. Yeah. You know, we wow. grew up there. Yeah, I think wow. I became the principal at 25, you, 24, you were the 25. Yeah. yeah. I know. Because when I, I came over, you know. 32. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, when yeah. I came over the month. No, I, not yet. <laughs> I, came over, I came over to Monroe. Me and uh, my cousin, Queen's son, we were doing yeah. a fair. Uh, some job fair or something. Uh-huh. You remember yeah, that? I do. Yeah. And then I saw Ken. I said, man, she young. <laughs> you know, she's so young. I said, why? She the, I said, question, she the principal? <laughs> you know what I mean? And she was, she was handling her business. So yeah. she was handling her business. Yeah. yeah. That's right. wonderful. It was good. It's though. so good yeah. to see young children. I love that. I love yeah. that. Because you can relate to the, the young children, too. Yeah. yeah. And I tell the kids all the time. Um, at first, I was like, oh, I'm not going to tell them my age. You know, women, you're not supposed to say your age. But I started telling them. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because it's important for them to understand. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are. That's true. You can accomplish amazing things. And That's so true. I tell them, you know, it's not because of 
it's about what God has done for me and because what I've done for others, right? What he's yes. in me, making sure that you are able to see the power that you have within and that you can accomplish it. So I tell mm. them, be themselves, you yeah. know, believe in God. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, believe in Um, and, and the rest will happen. Just yeah. know that you can do it. You got to have a desire. That's very You know what? We see, we as African-Americans, sometimes we get hung up on age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to be this age. And then no. when you reach that age, you need to stop doing mm-hmm. all of that. And, you know, can't have no more fun. Constantly raising our hand like... You know, I'm guilty of that. I'm, you know, Bobby you know, always says, yeah. "Girl, you ain't too young. You, you ain't too old. Look at me. I'm 65 years old. I'm still going. Yeah. I don't believe in yeah. stopping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my body still. I can get in. You know what I'm saying? I'm right like behind. Some, you. Couple huh? more weeks, I'll be 63. Yeah, oh, you're wow. gonna be yeah. 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 Right. And so that don't mean retire and just yeah. quit and stop you're living. Right. Yeah. Come on, I tell you that all the time. But we get mm-hmm. into that frame of mind. I'm just gonna go home and get in the bed <laughs> and push the remote control. Right. And, when, and I ain't gonna do nothing else. And they get back in the morning, right. they do the same exact uh, thing. Right. Same exact thing. Yeah, no. You yeah. gotta keep yeah, living. No. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I that's tell true. the young people all the time. I say, I tell them, I say, look, this is what I'm gonna say. We need your energy. Exactly. We need your energy. Mm-hmm. You need our wisdom. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we can work together, that's why me and Ramal get and train them get along so good. Yeah. They yeah. got the energy and the right. create, and the yeah. creativity. Yep. And my old self, I can just sit back and say, "Yeah, man." And uh, look, grasshopper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just put my my sense and trying to watch yeah. some things, but they're gonna do the, they're gonna do a lot it of works. work, yeah. and then they're gonna teach me some stuff like Trey was teaching me today. Right. You right. know and about this, we teaching, learned yeah. something. Yeah, we were learning. He was teaching right. us. And he's mm-hmm. 21, so I'm mm-hmm. like, duh. You know. Let me go <laughs> and speaking of teaching, mm-hmm. another question I have for you. Uh-huh. You know, they the school systems have taken away um, uh, physical ed- education. You know, PE um, classes and um, Wood shop, um, uh, uh, homemaking, home home economics, and all that. <laughs> Do you think that will ever come back into the curriculum? I don't know if it'll come back into the curriculum. It's as, needed, trust me. As those things, I think. Uh. Um, so I'll say what we're doing, and then I, I'll say the trend that I'm seeing. So one thing that we are doing, we have physical education for our kids. I think it's very important. Healthy living habits, very important. We also had um, clubs. So where um, youth entrepreneur alive. It'll be a club for kids or a pride time called pride time. But we had home economics where kids were able, we had community members come in and teach our kids how to sew. Um, yeah. We had um, kids oh, we, really? we were doing so many different things. We didn't have wood shop, <sighs> but I think it's so necessary where I see the trend of education, where you see a lot of these financial literacy classes, a lot of schools are trying to infuse those things back into using the financial literacy right. class because those are different trades and different mm-hmm, things that mm-hmm. kids need um, and mm-hmm. skills that they need to be successful. Yeah. How to go um, online and do your your credit, your, your, your oh bank my, account. And what yeah. is credit? Yeah, and you what know? is credit? <laughs> and how does it affect you? Exactly. <laughs> especially now. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. now. Credit is so, yeah, so you important. You can't even get a job at some places mm. if your credit is, is not that, good. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then mm-hmm. how do you build your credit? What is, you yes. know, the components of it? How do you leverage your credit? Yes. Is credit, how do you, 
you know, good credit, bad credit, mm-hmm. what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's instilling those I principles of both. wealth. <laughs> me too. Me too. Good credit, me too. bad credit. <laughs> me too. No credit. Yeah, good no credit. credit. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> me credit. Me credit. Right. Yeah. So the principles of wealth, I think that's the, the, the very important thing. And so however you can um, be, grow your wealth are things that we need to start having in the schools. But I do see that trend through financial literacy. Um, people are starting to spiral them in. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, yeah, that's I, wonderful. there are a lot of young people starting to want to become entrepreneurs, though. Yeah. It's a different generation. Yeah. It's a whole it different, it's a different right? generation. Have you, have you seen yeah. that happen? It is. And I was t- talking to someone earlier today. I said, you know, my mom used to always say, you know, you got to stay with that business or you stay with that organization because they treat you so good. And j- millennials are saying, like, I don't know. I mm-hmm. could do my my value to the world is so much greater than an organization can ever pay me. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see with more millennials, it's not about, you know, a job loyalty. Mm-hmm. I'm loyal to either a purpose, I'm yes. loyal to a thing. Yes. And if you don't treat me right, I'm doing my own thing. I'm out of there. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I that's see the eyes on that. Yeah. And so then Generation Z is totally different. They're saying, I don't even need a job, period. Right. I can create my own job. Right. Yes. And then you, that's where you see like the rise of YouTube stars yeah. and Instagrammers mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. these different yeah, things. Yeah. So yeah. People are making money off yeah. and they're making yeah. money. A lot of money. Yeah. And so it's on the rise, especially in minority communities. You know, I don't have to deal with your bureaucracies and your, your revs and yes, the policies. Yes, yes. I create my, my own and, and make more off of it. You know what? And there was a little, there was a young guy who came over here with the Juice Radio Show, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, "What you doing, man? For money?" Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm on YouTube." Yeah. I say, "YouTube, man. <laughs> you know, come on, man. You need you a gig. You need you a job." He's working YouTube and getting paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's getting a check. Yeah. yeah. By just being on YouTube. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And see, a lot of them are starting to, technology is allowing them to be able yeah. to just yeah. go crazy with their yeah, income. And, and they do and some stuff. of the craziest things. Some mm-hmm. of them are YouTube showing you how to put on makeup. Others are showing you how to dress. Yeah. Others are selling their products. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are selling their products. Online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I got an online store. What you mean you got an online? Like, go here to so and so. I'm selling yeah. some tennis shoes yeah. right here. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if yeah. large brands, because there was a study that you know this next generation they don't care for the brand, they care, they care for the service and the convenience. That's and it. so you'll ah. see a lot of things like why Amazon is trying to push for one day delivery. Educational routes, you mm-hmm. know, because like Online. Silicon Valley yeah. is 
they're getting these kids out of high school yeah. because they're Straight so tech, out. They're so tech savvy, tech yeah. savvy and so creative. It's like they can think of things like that. Right. Where I'm yeah. like a drone delivering my groceries. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They think like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. You be thinking the old way back in the mm-hmm. day way, and it's like that's out the door. Exactly. We don't like do it like that no more. Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's, like there's Uber that does heli- like helicopter rides. They're like Uber. There's an Uber helicopter. Yes. And I'm just like, what? I see. And I was like, this is Right. I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's convenient. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're having cars um, instead of Uber, and so it may be a competition for Uber. Um, they have self-driving cars yeah. that will take you to and from mm-hmm. where you need to go. You need to go. And so it's like how much going to revolutionize yeah. transportation because you're going to sit in a car and let it take you. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't need to, you yeah. know, wait on this driver. I, I don't have to right. know, music. Yeah. That's right. I know a couple of young guys. They take Lyft. Exactly. They say, mm-hmm. uh, I say, man, don't you want a car? Why? I, well, I can just call a lift. Yep. And they take me everywhere I want to go. That's Drop true. me off. Mm-hmm. I say, man, but you're spending a lot of money doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, I spend a lot of money doing something else. Making a car payment. Making a, make a <laughs> car payment. Yeah, making a, make a car payment. <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 that's what it's about. $500 a month or $400. That's right. $200 a month. Yeah, $200 a month. You know. That you know, is very true. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And then some millennials told me, you know, I talk to some young people and they say, Mr. Bobby, why go? Uh, pay for a car, a monthly car, and when you can just lease one. Yeah. And every year, yeah. I every can get, years, every, get a new one. I get every two years, I get a new one, and mm-hmm. then if something happens to it, they do the maintenance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, wow, yeah. this, is a, this is the way they're thinking. Yeah, or what people do. My friend was just telling me about Turo. So, like, Turo, T U R O, they will have several cars that they lease out to people. So instead oh, of going wow. through Enterprise or CarMax, they'll lease their I car guess. out. Yes. And then yes. the money that they make off of those cars, mm-hmm. they'll pay the lease for their car That's that right. they have. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's just. What that. about Carvana? Exactly. Oh, my goodness. You go online just, it, and then just go and put coming. the coin in there, and the car comes down. I've seen one yeah. in Phoenix. When I went to Phoenix, they had this. I looked up. And yeah, it was a I saw old, that too. Yeah, did you see it? And it was yeah. a car. It was a car vending machine. Yep. Yeah. And the car was coming down the person and they just get in the car. They get in their car. Yeah. They stick their car inside that. Yeah. Push the buttons mm-hmm. and their car just goes up in the locks then yeah. then at the end of the day, like you said. No, no, no. I'm talking about purchasing the car. Oh, you're you talking about purchasing I'm car talking about where they got places, garages now oh, garages, that you can just yeah. take your oh, personal yeah. car and wow. put it in there and push a button and it's gonna go up in there. The little machine gonna take it somewhere and park it. Wow. Up in the yeah. in the parking yeah. garage. Well, Carvana, yeah. You go online and you purchase the car and you can e they can either deliver it to you or they give you this like coin and right in the <laughs> middle of the uh, on the side of the freeway yeah. in Phoenix, it's like a uh Sixteen twenty story building, and you see different cars on that level, different cars, different and cars, you, and different you just push you put the, the coin in there, and you put your information in there, and it goes down and brings you the car and, and, and delivers you the car, and you just drive off. That's the car you purchase. <laughs> that is crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Everything is just so it's technology, it's, right. it's, and it's coming too. It is. The Jetson I mean, era. We we we're, uh-huh. we're in there. I remember when I was a kid, 
And we used to watch the Jeff, the Jetsons. Jetsons. You ever heard of the Jetsons? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And we used to see them with them, them, yeah. them cell phones. Yes. Yes. And then we had, like, Get Smart. He mm-hmm. had a phone in his, his shoe. shoe. <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And we thought that was so futuristic. Yes, we did. Yes, oh, wow. And now it's here. It's here. Yeah. yeah. It's you know, here. I remember being 12, 13 years old and coming home. It was right before HBO and everything was, was, was popular. And I remember turning the TV on. And me and my girlfriends, we were talking, laughing. I said, yeah, one day we're going to come home and we're going to have a bill just to watch TV. And they was like, no, that ain't going to never happen. Look. A bill. A Wait, bill. TV used to be free? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before your time. Before your time. We wow. had, TV was all free. All no, free. There wasn't no cable. We didn't have no cable, no satellite, or none no. of that. Wow. Now, no, but the downside, we only had about three or four stations. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That was about it That's that we right. could tune into. And then at 12 midnight, they'd come on and say, do you know where your children are? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I remember being young, like six, seven years old, the TV would cut off at uh, 11 and midnight mm-hmm. and wouldn't come back on until 6.30 in that's the morning. Really? That's the way it was here, too. Wow. Yeah, a, a little, here, little Indian here. Little Indian here <laughs> signed signal really? to show up. Wow, yeah. that yeah. is hilarious. That was, yeah. I, re- I remember when TV was black and white. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Black and white too. TV. Wow. You know, my daughter, she was about eight years old and uh, Lenny Williams' song came on and, and you know, honey says, you. says, I love you. And he, oh, that part oh, where he says, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, and that one part where he says, and I, I, I listened to my records so I didn't want to listen to him no more. And, and then, then he, I looked at the TV till the TV went off. And my daughter looked. She said, Mommy, what is he talking about? TV doesn't never go off. What he's talking about, when that song came out, yeah, TV yeah, went TV off. That went is off. interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And she's about your She's 29. Wow. So you guys are about the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so TV, wow. went, TV went off. That's right. Wow. It's stay on 24-7. Yeah. Yeah, you know. and I think that is um, more so why we have to really have good, strong people like you oh, that are molding our children because now they need so much more um, direction, direction and mm-hmm. closeness. Yeah, because you know this day and age, most like you said, most parents they're they're working two jobs. Yeah, a lot of them are single parent. Mm-hmm. So you know that is what causes you know the, back in the day they called us latchkey kids, mm-hmm. but um, now that's they go home and nobody's there. Right, they're pretty right. much open exactly. to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. So if we can instill not only that but in school, right? You guys are doing a tremendous job. I honor you. I respect Educate, you. Yeah, I educating. Just love what you're doing. That's fantastic. Thank you, love you. And, and I'm glad that New Orleans didn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> that came in the yeah. nick of time. I was like, yes, indeed. Yeah. Let me ask you, you this question. Do you think you're going to stay in Tulsa for a while? I mean, you know what? It's so interesting because it's like this is all I know as an adult. Oh. You know, I came oh. 10 years ago. So what? That was like 21-ish, 22 Mm-hmm. That's all I've known as an adult. So it, it has become home. You know, I have property here. Yeah. Um, and so I've built community here. And, and you know, people friends. know you here. Right, yeah, right. So yeah. I definitely see myself staying. For a minute. Wonderful. Wow. For a minute, right. Wonderful. That's so wonderful. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> right, right, right. right there. So school starts when? August 21st. It's, it's right, around, oh, right, the right around the corner. Wow. Too many. Too 
seems like it's so close. I know. I know. I cannot believe it. Less than a month. Less Less than than a month. month. So, yeah, we're going to do our official countdown as soon as August 1st hits. Just to, you know, get kids excited, families excited. I used to love the first day of school. Yeah. I used to love it. I was a kid that I would have my kid clothes picked out. (laughs) You know, I had to have a new outfit. (laughs) You know, the first day of school. I love the first day of school. So, we're going to do a community welcome. So, the tunnel of love at both of our campuses just so our kids could see the community is invested in them. You know, that's a big part of it. Like, it's not just that the educators care, your teachers care, but the community is here to wrap around and love them. So we have that. So if anyone wants to come out, that will start at 730, Mm -hmm. 730. And it's just high-fiving the kids, passing on positive energy. Oh, that's so We're going to do the, we're going to do, we're going to stay in touch. Yes. 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 We have the nonprofit, Not Forgotten Children. Awesome. It's all about the kids. Awesome. We're going to please put some things together yeah. and make it happen. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. got a platform. Uh, with all those kids <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all those and kids. The, and the school hours are? Yes, we are 8 to 3.30. 8 to 3.30. So 8 to 3.30. Not at all. That's really good. Not at all. That's really good. Lunchtime now, they're is not... what time? <laughs> <laughs> Depending upon grade. That's what a time, good 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, the school hours aren't staggered, are they, from elementary to the middle school? No. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's all. Yep. For oh, us, okay. it's um, um, all at the same time, starting oh, time okay. at 8. That's good. That's yeah. good. Now, did you ever, or had they ever contemplated doing the um, the uh, what is it called, Bobby? What? Where you go to school nine weeks and then you're off two or three weeks? Oh, year, year round. round. Year round. Year have round. You, have that, has that ever come up? It has not. We used to go to school um into June, but we found because a lot of um our our scholars um, peers were not. It was tough. You know, it, mm-hmm. your kids. Kids are gonna be kids. It's like, yeah, man, I see my right. friends outside playing. I'm still going to school, and it's like, right. what? That ain't right. Not there. <laughs> and so, you know, we um, are mirroring the mirroring the Tulsa Public Schools, but I don't know. Year round school. It sounds it sounds good, but it's just. You gotta, give, like a, you gotta give them a break somewhere. You, know? you gotta give them a break somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And now, even even when I was growing up, when we had some break, my parents always made me go to summer school. And that same, was just half a day. Same, yeah, half yeah. a day and half of the summer. So yeah. you know, yeah. you still had. Now, if you go to summer school because you didn't get enough. That's exactly. Right. It changed. It changed. It changed. Yeah, because it used to be if you wanted to um, be advanced, right? Yes. You could go to summer school That's as well. Right. But now it's, it's only like, if you yeah, need well, extra support or you were about to be retained. Yeah, because yeah, that enabled me to graduate a year early. Oh, wow. My, my parents uh, summer school? Go, yeah, my parents made me go to you summer school. You were smart. See, you were smart in school. I really wasn't all that smart, yeah, yeah. but they made me go to school. <laughs> <laughs> so when my counselor said, okay, so your senior year, you can just do what you want to do, or you could even go to summer school You're and take up this last U.S. government class, and you can be out of here. What do you want to do? You was a good girl. I was like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go to the junior college. <laughs> you was a, a good girl. Yeah, see. yeah. Both of y'all were good girls. <laughs> uh, I was a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, you I, just I, took I, off. Look, I would have had you. Y'all would have been doing my homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Okay, Bobby, I'll do your homework. Can I yeah. have some free tickets? You know, <laughs> you know what? We had some girls. Look, me and Charlie Wilson and all of. Look, now we were in high school. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this: we were in high school and we were playing in nightclubs. 
Really? Yeah. 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 Yes. Me and Charlie Wilson and a few other guys were entertaining our teachers and the doctors <laughs> and the community. We was up on the stage playing while they was out there drinking oh, and wow. stuff like that. And yeah. we were like 16, yeah. 17 years old. And wow. then they would leave one club and run across the street Go to the, the other day. club and wow. play there. But we were chaperoned. <laughs> we had to be what they call yeah. chaperoned, chaperoned, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We wasn't chaperones. <laughs> my daddy was there. He was a manager. You know what I mean? And he didn't know what he was doing. You know what he'd do while we was up there playing and all them people be in the audience. Me and Charlie be singing Donna Hathaway and we be playing all that music. It's always a guy in the club who's there all the time. Yeah. We say, hey, man, go get us a Long Island tea. <laughs> And he go sit he go sit it on a table over there. On that on that empty table on that empty table. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we be up there playing, we be looking at that long island table. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. You, you gonna get you one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we would go to class. Me and Charlie and them would go to class the next day. Well, you know we wore out and tired. Oh yeah. But we'd have a pocket full of money. Because we didn't play that night. Yeah. So if we had a little thirty-five, forty dollars in our pocket. Now that, that was big time. That was big time back then. then yeah. And we'd be in there That's and like stuff like that. Now. And them girls, the same <laughs> girls. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want no girlfriend, but that girlfriends, girls wanted me. Yeah. And so what ended up happening? I said, Hey, did you do Miss Hopkins' homework? <laughs> yeah, I did it. I didn't get mine done. Boy, give me that. <laughs> they go do they go do our homeworks and stuff, and we come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, we was just a bad. We was, was crazy. Yeah, we were fun though. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. We had fun in doing so. Yeah. But that passion for music was so strong. Yeah. yeah. That they knew that we were going to do something. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. That's what it was, and yeah, we went yeah. on to do something. Yeah, Char- sure Charlie's still going. Yeah. yeah. Still you going. know, Charlie's still going. I I'm remember like, when I first got here, um, we would meet Charlie. Up at uh, Church's Chicken on Peoria when it was on Peoria <laughs> yeah. after his gig, yeah. and they would all come over. Robert Lynn, Ryan, they would we'd all meet up there and Gap Band. Yeah, Gap Band. Yeah, Gap Band. Gap Band. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Those are the good old days. Huh? Those are the good, old days. good old days, but yeah. nobody wasn't shooting and killing yeah, and knocking right. each other in the head. Yep. You could leave your cars unlocked. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't have to have Dean Finley North Star Security <laughs> <laughs> back, in those, back in those days. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you didn't have to back yeah. in those days. Yeah. Like, you got to yeah. have him now, though. Oh, right. so yeah, yeah. Y'all get in touch with North Star because you right. need you need North Star Security. That's right. You know, that's so right. that's what you need. So. That's what it was. Just Google North Star Security. That's South right. Oklahoma. Oh, Stephen we got some around. stuff we working out with them too. So. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's looking for uh, armed certified security officers. Mm. Really? You know, so we're oh, gonna wow. we're gonna be talking about it. It's gonna be some commercials mm-hmm. to come. Good. And a whole lot of stuff. Well, we just yeah. get ready to have some fun up I here. I know that's right. <laughs> Kiana, yes, yes. Hey, thank you for taking <laughs> thank you time. All so oh my goodness, out of wonderful. your busy schedule. Yeah, come yeah. on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Yeah, we're gonna get you back. Please do. Oh, and yeah. maybe right maybe, before school starts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe next time you can bring a maybe a teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah bring, bring yeah. somebody Definitely. else with you and okay. we can we can have some fun. So yeah. thanks for coming out. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Right. Amazing. Thank you guys. <laughs> Great interview. Sansa, yes, and uh, tell them we're here. Well, everyone mark it down. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from six in the evening to eight in the evening, central standard time. And don't forget our Saturdays, our Saturdays. You can tune us in while you're cleaning, while you're, 
messing with your car, whatever you want to do. Noon to two, and we always have very interesting guests, very interesting guests. And also, tomorrow night, it's the Juice Radio Show, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Y'all tune in. That's right. And dial what number? Tell them what number. 646-716-5525. That number again, 646-716-5525. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also want to let you guys know we're doing fundraisers for the Juice Radio Show. That's right. You can contact us at eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. Again, Mm -hmm. that is E-A-T-O-N-M-O. Let me spell my name right. (laughs) E-A-T-O-N-M-U-S-I-C, the number two, at gmail.com. I just... Hey, inbox me. Let's Google the Bobby Eaton Show and you get all of that stuff. Don't forget about our fish fry fundraiser hosted by the Juice Radio Show. It's happening July the 27th from 1230 to 430. That's prime time to get your eat on. So I'm calling on all you foodies out there. Don't get me some catfish. Don't get me some catfish. Kids plates are only $5. Remember, 1314 North Greenwood Avenue. That's the Church of Restoration. That's where you want to come on July the 27th. Uh, I'm going to be there. Yeah. there. With some tartar sauce. Yeah, now. Come on, make it happen. Come on. So hot sauce, whatever. Uh, you ready to say, give me some Louisiana. Ooh. Hot sauce. All right. Until next time, we want you to have a good one, okay? Keep your head to the side. Thanks and blessings, everyone. And we'll see you on the radio again. Bye, bye, baby. Stay blessed.